Hey guys, it's Adrian. Before we start today's episode, I did need to let you guys know about a little mishap that happened while trying to put this podcast together. Jarell and I recorded today, and uh, when I usually record another guest, I have them record their own audio so that they can just send me the audio from our conversation and it'd be nice and clear and have really good quality. Unfortunately, um, something happened where uh, Jarell's audio file for his side of the conversation was corrupt, uh, got corrupt, and didn't get to, you know, wasn't able to be salvaged. Luckily, he was recording um, the conversation on his camera, and we were able to pull the audio from that. And so this is what I'm working with. It's still pretty good. You can still hear him clearly. The only thing is you can maybe hear me um, echo through my mic and his mic. I mean, his mic picking up my audio. So bear with us. It's uh, I think it's, it's a still an amazing episode. So please stay and listen. Otherwise, yeah. That's all I have to say. Hope you enjoy. Um, you know, just uh, bear with the quality today and uh, enjoy the quality of the episode because it's a great one. Hope you enjoy it. God bless. Peace. To living ardently i'm your host adrian garaldi and today we are back with another instagram friend of the month which as of right now i am rebranding because it is just so long-winded and too much to say in too many words so we're cutting it down to two instagram showcase or even ig showcase whatever the case may be i just like it better a lot more simple so this week's ig showcase instagram showcase is the living person you may have followed their account on instagram if you don't Go check him out. Um, we'll uh, be introducing the uh, our guest in just in a little bit. So let's get into it. So our guest this week is the assistant director at in campus ministry at John Carroll University. He's a proud father and husband, and his favorite quote is: "In a world that profits your self doubt." Liking yourself is a rebellious act. He is the co-founder of The Living Person. You can follow their account at theliving.person. You can follow his personal account at Jarrell Season. So welcome my guest, Jarrell Season. Or just Jarrell. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> what's up, bro? It's really great to finally have you on. You know, I've been bugging you uh, to try to get you on here for a bit. But uh, Schedule, time has man. come. Yeah. Schedule. Yeah, we work. We word it out. I appreciate you pushing and pushing, and uh, yeah, the schedule's just like nuts, so uh, yeah, it's good. Thanks, man. I really appreciate you trying to work, work it out with me and making the time for it, because I know you're busy, and you have a family and kid, and uh, you know, a wife to tend to, and I have a pretty open schedule, so <laughs> I try to make it work. <laughs> you're busy, too. Not, I know you're busy, yeah. too. I mean, the podcast, oh, yeah, I mean, the podcast grind is not easy. It's not oh, Yeah. Are you still doing your podcast? Well, that's why I say it's not easy. So easy. <laughs> I haven't done one since, I don't yeah. know, I don't know, two, three months. Wow. So, so Jarrell, you're, the, you're the, the co-founder of The Living Person. Um, who else was part of this, this team of people? Oh, man. It's a, it's a long story. Is that where you want to start? 
Um, why don't we start with your personal first, then? Let's start with your personal background about your your faith and uh, where you came from and all that stuff. Yeah, um, yeah the origin story. Um, I was born into a, a big Filipino family. My dad's one yes. of 15, so he's number 13. Oh, wow. Yeah, number 13 out of 15. Wow, that is big. <laughs> and um, the joke is... You know, the, the joke in the Philippines is that they didn't have a TV, so 15 kids. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> um, so, I mean, there, there are family members that I don't even know. You know, they're just, like, scattered wow. all over the world. But um, mm-hmm. half, of the, half of the squad, half of the siblings um, immigrated over to the States, and uh, mm-hmm. um, it was through a program of the Coast Guard. Uh, my... My Tito Vey um, got stationed mm-hmm. in Cleveland, and then he petitioned one by one for the brothers and sisters to come over in Cleveland. And wow, uh, that's, that's awesome. how we ended up there. So yeah. strong Filipino Catholic family, like church every week, church every Sunday, um, mm-hmm. rosary all the time. Like, um, <laughs> that's awesome. Like in October, like we were part of a prayer, uh, a rosary prayer group. Yeah. And, uh, we would get this uh, statue, Mary Mother of Sorrows, every October, which meant that you had to pray the rosary every single day with your wow. family. So um, when that statue... You had it for a month? For a month, yeah. Wow, that's crazy. That's awesome. I, know, like, I know Catholic families that do it every night, but like for us yeah. as kids, we were like, no! no. Yeah. <laughs> that's 30 minutes of my life! <laughs> So that was That's really awesome. funny. And then I just remember me and my si- like I would like negotiate with my sisters and I'd be like, all right, like tonight, let's just like say it really fast. So it'd be like my mom, you know, like my mom would lead and she like, hail Mary, full of grace. And then it would be like, holy Mary, mother, God, prayer person is out the hour, death, amen. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> and then my dad would come in and be like, hey, you know, you cannot pray like that. Huh? <laughs> You want to be grounded? <laughs> so, good times, dude. Fantastic. Like, yeah. amazing. And, like, just, like, such a, such a, like, looking back, right, such a fun, like, family um, memory and tradition. And then my, my mm-hmm. grandma, my Lola, um, I just had these memories of her. Like, I would come down the stairs, and she would be praying. Um, and it was, like, 6 o'clock in the morning, but she would pray from, like, 4 to 6 o'clock in the morning every day. Wow. Just, like, in front of our, you know, Filipino altar in the house with all of her prayer books. I've wow. still got those prayer That's books awesome. today. And, um, yeah, like, strong, strong uh, faith. That's awesome. Culture yeah. in the family. So, um, and then went to a Catholic school in my life, um, grade school, high school, and then even college. But then... Um, Kind of the typical story of like going through the motions, wanted a faith life, um, but mm-hmm. didn't really know how it was even relevant. Although like yeah. um, when I was becoming a teenager, I would I started to get, um, I don't know, like I started to feel lonely and like outcasted and like started to have sure. these questions that like, you know, you yeah. typically um, teenagers would get. I would mm-hmm. like a girl, and then that girl wouldn't like me back, and then yeah. all that stuff. But Life then, was over. Yes. Like, yeah. but like, for real, like, during that age, you thought it was yeah. over, you know? Oh, yeah, I know. Genuinely. <laughs> so, like, I would, fi- I would start to find peace sitting at church. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I recognized that. Um, awesome. And um, it was throughout my high... Actually, through my high school days, I was in this punk rock band, this, like, pop-punk... Really? Kind of, like, Blink-182, Newfound Glory-esque yeah. type band, and we were playing all throughout downtown. 
downtown Cleveland. Really? So like, what were you playing? What's that? Oh, I was playing. What were you? I was playing lead guitar. Um, lead guitar. Awesome. Playing solos in a punk rock band. These like puny little solos. <laughs> you can imagine like <laughs> like Blink One Eighty Two. And then so I, I kind of spent my time with them, and there was really no faith tradition there. Um, but mm-hmm. then I made my first retreat. Um, right after I graduated. So I graduated high school in okay. 2006, and then I went on a retreat, and, like, that changed everything. Um, uh-huh. Like, I think, like, all of my high school, like, I mean, the entirety of my high school career, and even, like, even, like, junior high, I was, like, trying to fit in and trying to, like, yeah. mold myself and trying to say say words and say phrases that, like, would never come out of my mouth, but, like, I'd say them because... Like, I felt like it was what I was supposed to do, right? Yeah. Um, and I would laugh at, like, like my cheeks hurt and my heart hurt because of, like, how many times I would laugh just because, like, I thought that I was supposed to laugh, you know what I mean? Oh, and, like, wow. the amount of jokes and things that I would laugh at that were just, like, so inappropriate or racist yeah. or blah, 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 blah. It was just, like... Yeah. Like, I was just, like, so weary, you know what I mean? Like, I was, like, searching and searching and searching and trying to fit in. And then finally, I go on this retreat, like, thought about leaving the first day, and then the second day, I'm like, what? Like, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, yeah. like, I was ex- ex- like, I was experiencing Jesus for the first time, you know what I mean? But, like, yeah, um, I didn't really know. What was happening? It's always that second day. It's yeah. always that second day. And it's like, oh my goodness, like what is going on? And then it brings you to this point where you just kind of, I just kind of like let everything go, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that moment was like the first time that I actually felt like myself, you know? Mm-hmm. And I had encountered God and then encountered Jesus in a way that I never had before. And all I wanted to do was have more of that, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Wow. That was the beginning and then the end, because then after that, like, um, I, like, quit the band, <laughs> um, yeah. stopped seeing this girlfriend that, that I was I was with, and it wasn't, like, immediate, it was, like, over a period of six months. Ten. Oh, okay. But, um, yeah, so, like, I made that retreat, and then, um, I want to say a year later, I was enrolled in a uh, seminary to discern priesthood. Oh, wow. So, it was, like, it just, like, happened like that, you know? It's That's like, crazy. So... Um, I, I think like after four years of like messing around, like I just didn't want to mess around anymore. Yeah. You know? No, that's so smart. I just kept on following the thing that made me feel like completely me. And like, mm-hmm. as, like as soon as I like gave myself over, <laughs> over to it, yeah. you know, as soon as I gave myself over to Jesus and like God's mm-hmm. grace, like all of these talents kept, started to pop up. <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. all of yeah. a sudden I can speak. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like give a talk or a witness. But yeah. like in high school, I had was so insecure that like I remember giving. I remember my sophomore year, I was like, I was in speech class, and like speaking yeah. was like the most terrifying thing I've ever like could even think of. Like I was asked to give a uh, demonstration speech, right? And I I did a demonstration yeah. speech that was like how to make tacos. So like bring all the ingredients, right? And I'm like, yeah, I'm like. Taking, like, I, like, take the tortilla, my hand shaking like this. I, like, gra- and then I said, you grab some beef. My Both of my hands are shaking, and, like, half of the beef makes it on the tortilla. Like, and I just remember, I remember this, yeah. like, jackass of a kid in high school 
like after one of my speeches, he gave me like uh -huh. part of the thing, part of the assignments to give feedback. He was like, he's like, yeah, you sounded like you were going to cry the whole time. Like, oh my god! And that was like, like hey, uh, that one hurt. As like a high as a high school kid, that one hurt. Yeah. So like, definitely. my point though is like, I like gave myself over to God's grace through this retreat program in Cleveland called Teens Encounter Christ, and uh -huh. um, these talents like that were like suppressed, right? Just started to emerge. Yeah. So like, all of wow. a sudden, I was That's like awesome. giving. Um, talks and witnesses and then I was also playing guitar in front of people and then all of a sudden I could sing and then like what? <laughs> and the, like it just amplified like my talents and what I could contribute times a yeah. hundredfold you know what I mean so yeah absolutely. Like, I'm never looking back <laughs> and I never did so um, that's so cool yeah I did a lot of retreat and then like this leads me to just like my I guess like pursuit and trying to engage, trying to like, trying to like engage that, that like high school me or like that seventh grader yeah. me to tell yeah. the story of like what God can do in a person's life when they mm -hmm. let down their guard or open their heart. So, mm -hmm. yeah. That's awesome. So how long were you in the seminary? I was only there for one year, but one I would year. say it was probably the most formative year of my life. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. You went to, then you transfer it out to a regular college or yeah so um if you want to enter seminary um the diocesan seminary um in cleveland you would go to bormio seminary um which is uh -huh. an undergrad college and then you would take your philosophy and theology there and then you would go to school oh. at either the community college or the college that i work at currently which is john carroll university oh wow so oh, that's awesome um, i <clears throat> discerned out of seminary and then um, just lived on campus at John Carroll. Oh, gotcha. Cool. So that's not you kind of full circle now working there. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. Awesome. And then when did when did uh, li the living person come about in this story of yours? Yeah. Um, yeah. So let's see. Seminary for one year. Discerned out. Did John Carroll uh -huh. for a couple of years. Got. A major in English literature and Catholic studies, religious studies, and then did a year of service with the Jesuit Volunteer Corps. And I did oh, like cool. um, I did some work um, in inner city Detroit at a Catholic um, a Catholic school that served underprivileged um, students that would n typically not have an, like access to college. But like this is a school that was uh, designed sure. to like give them a college opportunity. So I did that, oh, and awesome. then I came back. I actually came back to John Carroll to do a master's in theology. Oh, cool! And yeah. um, that was partnered with like a graduate assistantship when I, where I was, um, um, what they call a resident minister. So I okay. was a minister that lived in the residence halls with first year students. So, if you so it's like it's like kind of like a residence director, but like. A minister of some sorts? Um, I was just a, like, let's say, just say a part-time campus minister, but I was oh, okay. 23, and okay. um, I lived in the residence halls. So gotcha. cool. I didn't have an office in the main hallway, so that they would call that, mm -hmm. they would call the office kind of like the professional campus ministers, and then they okay. had like an offshoot um, of like um, graduate assistants, graduate assistants that lived in the mm -hmm. residence halls, so... Gotcha. Our ministry was most mostly just to like be present in their living quarters in their in their living space. Sure. So oh, 
Gotcha. Anyways, um, what else? So I met this priest while I was there. His name is Father H. Paul Kim. Okay, so he okay. he came over to study at John Carroll, and he was working there, and he was honestly the most like captivating priest I've ever met. Like really? he just had like um, he had great homilies, and he also just like he had a way of talking to you, and like when he talked to you, like in this the most meek and the most humble way, you felt like lifted or like empowered, mm. and you felt like you mattered and like that he cared, right? Yeah. So there's that about him, but then he's also a marathon runner. Wow. This has a point, awesome. right? This has a point. Mm-hmm. So um, he, for 20 years, has been um, running these marathons and half marathons and inviting people. Um, and his marathon group, his running group, was called The Living Person. So mm-hmm. the first, wow. and it was, they used that quote by St. Irene, Irenaeus, uh, the glory of God is man fully alive. Okay, so that was like their running group, except gotcha. there was like two guys and like 25 to 35 women. And the women were like, H. Paul, like, we're not, we're not, we're not men. So he was like, yeah. okay, well, I'll just change. I'll just change. So actually, this is what it was. The group was called Living Man at first. Oh. Okay, so um, the women okay, asked if they could change the name of the running group to Living Person. So that's how it changed. So the original gotcha. founder of the living person is Father H. Paul Kim, and you can see that on the site. Um, okay. If you take a look, so there's a long history. That, there's a long history that goes like back 20 years. But um, when I got um, to John Carroll as a resident minister, I had developed mm-hmm. this friendship with Father H. Paul, and he was going to leave to go back to Korea to start a ministry in Korea, and I said, um, I said. H. Paul, is there a way, like, I've been affected so much by the living person ministry and running group, like, it's pushed me to, like, new heights and things like that. It's like, is yeah. it is there a way that I can continue your ministry here at John Carroll? And then he, like, points to me and is like, yes, but you have to do it in your own way, right? And then he said, I said, like, um, okay, so, like, I asked my friend Craig if he wanted to join me and, like, like continue the living person after H. Paul Kidd. And then um, he came up with the idea of like, okay, like instead of just running, why don't we include every arena of life, like body, mind, and spirit. Okay. So that next semester we relaunched the living person challenge where we like printed these like, like cardstock cards. And then we challenged people to pick a physical challenge, a mental challenge or a spiritual challenge. And then, some people were challenging themselves to do a 5K run. Some people did challenge themselves to do a daily rosary. Some people yeah, I remember those little different those different styles. They style. were different, right? Mm-hmm. They were different. And um, what else? Um, like a month later, people started to come back and be like, "Hey, thank you so much for that challenge. Like, we ran a 5K." And we're like, "What?" And then the craziest one was that, or like, people were like, "We we pray the rosary for 30 days in a row every single day." And two girls uh, came in two months later, and they're like, "Like this challenge was so awesome. We went to mass every single day for 60, 60 wow. days. They said sixty-two days in a row they went to mass. Sixty-two days in yeah. a row. That's crazy. So that's how it started. Wow. And then after that, we took a break, and then Instagram started becoming big. And then I asked myself, mm-hmm. I asked my friend Craig, um, what else? I asked my friend Craig, like, hey, like." I've got all this video stuff. I had like done some video work. Do you want to try and take the living person online again? 
you know, like, look, like, what, 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 what would we lose if we try? And he said, yeah. yes. So that was like the beginning of like us trying to take that effort online in 2015. Oh, wow. Okay. So, wow. Did I, I must've seen you cause I've been following you guys, I think around that time or 2016 so yeah i think it was probably definitely the beginning i met well i met you online um for yeah. the 111 challenge with life team right yeah that's how we met so that was what 2017 was that 2017 i think so because that's when i started well it was the i started in 2017 and that was the lent after that so it was 2018 but i'd been following you guys for a while and when i saw an opportunity to like help with something i was like yo i'm down for that sweet dude that was and a big so, moment that was a big moment for for me like to have people um people like express that they wanted to help like that was huge so i'll yeah. never forget like i'll never forget that video and i'll never forget yeah uh you helping out and this like dynamic filipino like you <laughs> brother like helping me out from yeah. what florida yeah from florida that was that was big i was like wow like God's That's working, a, wow. you know what I mean? So Praise God. Yeah, he's he's so great. He, connecting us, kept connecting people from through this, you know, through Instagram and through all these other ways. Um I, I think it's awesome. That's why, you know, I don't I don't tell my teens to get off social media unless it's like really controlling them lives. But I was like, there's so many like but rather filter what you follow. Because there's so many great accounts out there. And that's kind of why I started doing these you know, Instagram showcases is to like, hey, look at these beautiful like accounts and ministries that people are doing through, you know, Instagram, which is like, you know, a lot of people look look down upon, yeah. you know. And so, you know, I just want to bring light and goodness out of what people see as just a hopeless cause yeah. of a social media network, you know? Yeah, heck yeah. Um, so, I'm, I mean, like, I've met you, I've met Koji through The Living Person as well, actually. Um, and uh, fun fact, you, you the Mile Day in May challenge last year is how me and my current girlfriend actually um, reconnected. Dude, that's crazy. You were yeah. telling me that through GMs. And that was crazy. Yeah, that's. I was like, wow. She she had, she she didn't tell me that until like after our second date. How did that? Like, you know, out? you have Jarrell. Um, we had met. She. I went to school with her sister, and I'd met her through her sister's wedding at her sister's wedding, but really didn't talk much and whatever. And then, uh, fast forward to the mile and day mate challenge. We had not talked ever since that wedding, which was in like 2017, um, spring, and. She saw that I was doing the Mile and Day May Challenge and you were posting my stories <laughs> and my accolades. And she's like, wow, that's Teresa's friend, you know? Um, you know, so she's like, she ended up following me. And I was like, oh, that's, yeah, that's Teresa's sister. So I followed her back. And we just, she just kind of, you know, how you start reacting to people's yeah, stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we just do that. And our conversation sparked. And I started this podcast and she had, I guess, was listening to it. And, uh, she had complimented my podcast and then we just kind of on Instagram, we kind of just started talking and long story short, we kept talking. Um, I would start going to her for ideas about podcast topics. And then we met up, her sister kind of played, played hitch and had us meet up <laughs> when she was down visiting from Minnesota. And it was like, Hey, let's go to Disney Springs together, all of us. And then it was just, uh, her, her, uh, um, her um her husband her her son and her sister and we all met up 
Um, and then we kind of, she got my number at the end of the time. She pulled the move on me and now we are dating for like, uh, five, five months now. Dude, congrats. So super cool. Yeah, man. <laughs> so cool. she's, she was like, she was joking. Like you have Gerald to think about this. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'll let him know. That's hilarious, dude. God's working. Because yeah. I, I work, I wear this all the time. Dude. My, the living person bracelet. Always and so on the on the second days when she pointed it out, I was like, you know, you know, the living person is the reason why I started following you. I was like, what? <laughs> so I was like, that's crazy. I gotta tell that. Dude, that is so I gotta crazy. hit him up. So Well, even more of a reason to keep going on social media, you know, so Oh yeah, absolutely. And then you make now you're now you're a vocation outlook. <laughs> <laughs> that's good stuff, bro. Uh, yeah, I'll that's, be praying that's for you too. I'll be praying for you too. Yeah, please do, please do. Um, I like to be vulnerable. I'm like I'm always all about vulnerability here. So, you know, if you want a little bit know my life, here you go. If you ever wanted to start a podcast, today is the day. Go to Anchor.fm to get started. It's a they have a free app on the App Store and it has all the creation tools you need that allows you to record, edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. This app and your cell phone is literally the only thing you need to start a podcast. Use a microphone on your phone, record a voice memo, upload it to Anchor, and that's it. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Uh, you can make money on for your podcast with no minimum listenership. And like I said, everything you need to make a podcast is in one place on the Anchor app. So go to anchor.fm to get started or download the free Anchor app in your app store. Again, anchor.fm to get started or download the free Anchor app in your store. And we hope that you join the podcast world. Let's go. So, so the living person has seemed to be having, uh, has seemed to have a, a big impact on a lot of people's spiritual lives and, um, you know, it has an impact on my life. What impact has it had in your relationship with, with Christ? I mean, you kind of talked about it, but like, is there anything that has, has it deepened since starting the social media aspect to it? I mean, yes. Uh, <laughs> That's a deep question. What impact has my ministry and loving person had in my relationship with Christ? Yeah. Man, um, I don't know. I mean, like, I guess, I guess, like my, I guess, like my hope for the living person is that it would just be a starting point, right? Mm -hmm. Is that like, um, like right now, I'm trying to like redefine what the living person is and like. Getting sure. rid of the, the t-shirts, like, really messed with me, you know what I mean? <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. now I'm, like, trying to figure out, like, what can I offer? Because I feel like, I feel like um, I was trying to just figure out how to grow the account. And then the ways to grow the account went counter to, like, the core of what it is, which is, like, a mm. challenge card and finding a, a partner to mm -hmm. improve your life, you know what I mean? So... Yeah. Um, like what I had hoped for the living person and actually like when I, when I read the living person, like what I think of is Jesus, like this mm. whole project is like trying to convince someone to replicate, um, the most authentic human being that had ever lived, Truth. you know, the human being that had like never broken the promise and the human being that like fulfilled the promise um to unite humanity and god right like once and yeah. for all so um Praise like in my god. head <laughs> in my head this is yeah. all about jesus 
but mm-hmm. um, like to try to communicate it to um, Catholics around the globe and then like really who I'm trying to reach out to are like Catholics on the fence and Catholics who are not even like around the fence yeah um, I said like pick one thing one like identify one thing you want to change and then change it you know yeah. so my hope is that it would go it would start with a challenge card and start with a goal um, mm-hmm. move on to like like the smallest piece of community because even Jesus says like we're two or th- two right we're two or three yeah, are gathered three. in my name there I am in the midst right it only takes one other yeah. person to have church right Truthfully. it only takes yeah, one absolutely. other person to have community so I think like their lives like the heart of like what we preach and what we like yeah what we like um, dedicate our lives to in this like simple system so yeah. that's the starting point. But then after the starting point, like what I had hoped is that like, like a, a, even for you, like what I hope is within you a little bit is like, man, what's next? How can I grow? Mm-hmm. And how can I go closer and deeper into my relationship with Christ? Um, yeah. Cause that's, that's within me, like to my core. And I didn't get that. Like I got a lot of it from Father H. Paul Kim, but I got, a, I get sure. a lot of it just from like the people that I encounter like my faith role models that have been with me since since that like 2006 retreat you know what i mean like it's freaking 2020 uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? like, yeah i've had Gosh, a lot 14 years later. later yeah i've had so many faith role models that have pushed mm-hmm. me to um just ask that simple question like god what's next you know yeah and the question is or the answer is always deeper deeper mm-hmm. deeper 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 it's just that, the, deeper, that discernment yeah. piece of like, well, what does deeper look like? And that card um, helps me to, um, to figure out the practical nitty gritty, like, like, okay, like I've got this space right here. I should pray a rosary or a divine mercy chaplet or like just sit in silence because like I'm going so yeah. fast. Like that's deeper, you know? Right. So <clears throat> how is it, how is it? Um, um, helped my relationship with Christ. I mean, it's it's been everything. It's like, it's been, mm. it's been like everything and nothing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because like it's yeah, so yeah. so insignificant. But then if I if I like widen my mind, it's like that's actually where it starts. You know, like yeah. like I'm not using the card so much anymore. I'm like using my journal. But it started with yeah. a card. You know, so mm-hmm. that's the hope is that like it would just be a starting point, like a springboard to a life of deep prayer, a life of, um, like long journals, you know, you go from like one sentence yeah. to like five page journals, maybe, yeah. like, maybe you go from oh, one sentence to like a half a page journal, but like there yeah. are some days, dude, like I need, I need like four or five pages to process just like what's happening in my heart and my head yeah. and like how to reconcile these crazy complex <laughs> things of life mm-hmm. yeah. and how God yeah. like how I'm called to like open my eyes to see where God fits and like how God can be at the center. So, holy yeah. cow, like what a question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't mean to drop that one too hard on you, but it's one that I like to, you know, ask because it's, you know, obviously the people who, you know, the people I'm having on on these are, are typically people who have, it's a ministry of theirs that, you know, a lot of Instagram ministries are something you have to tend to every day. So it becomes part of your day to day. So it has to have some sort of impact. So like you said, it's everything, but also 
you know, nothing at the same time. It's because it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's just something that you do, you yeah. know, it's something that it comes natural. Um, and, and that's what, and that's what, uh, uh, you know, when, when, when we come back to prayer, it should be natural to us, right? It should yeah. be something that we're just, you know, when we practice our faith and we do it so much, it's just, it's my everything, but it just nothing, it doesn't inconvenience me in any way, Yeah, you know? So that was kind of like I was listening to Koji's uh, interview right before this, just to get the vibe mm-hmm. and to kind of like listen to Koji's story. But yeah. um, he was, you guys were talking about um, how you know, like you're pro social media, but it's definitely not the end. Like when it becomes yeah. like the center and it becomes like your identity, like it's definitely off. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> at the very minimum, it's off, and at the the most, it's destructive. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Um, but like. I was starting to get a, I was starting to get that feeling that like, <clears throat> I was just, uh, it was just becoming like, all right, post, 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 analytics, mm-hmm. data, what works, like, let's look mm-hmm. at it, like, shoot, we missed a day, like, we got to get back on it, post, 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 yeah. um, and then that's when I was like taking a step back. I'm like, well, there's this justice issue that I'm passionate about, like, how do I reconcile that? I'm like going mm-hmm. so fast. Um, and some a couple of other things in my life, and I was like, um, I think it's time for like a change, and like I need to take mm-hmm. social media out of the center <laughs> and put God back into mm-hmm. the center, and start yeah. to listen to like what, what's next? Like again, like God, what's next for the mm-hmm. living person? And um, wow. I think it uh, it got put on my heart a couple of years ago, like to just cancel the thing that I was like so proud of like these t-shirts right like <laughs> like yeah. we live in that like apparel sort of love like driven yeah. world you know I love these designs you know what I mean like yeah um so I was like one day I was like yeah this is it like I'm just like like I hear so clearly that this is like what yeah. what I'm supposed to do and like Black Friday was in like two days I'm like all right, well, I got to get working, you know? <laughs> so then yeah. I started to get, like, there was a different type of energy. Um, yeah. It was like a, like a, like a bit of, tr- like I, a lot of trust in there. And then like, like who knows what's going to happen? Like, but like whatever happens, like it was a good run. And if there's still something yeah. left, like God, let me know if there's something left, you know? Yeah. So. I think it was when I, when I heard, when you started promoting that there was a change that you guys are going to be doing, some kind of promo i was like wow that's exciting i got i was excited for it um because i was like oh you know there's some things that i wanted to get or blah blah blah. i just really didn't have the money for it right now but you know i, I love obviously i have my favorite design is the amdg because i'm like always oh, more of those please and um but um you know i got what three three yeah, pairs of the shirts now <laughs> yeah i love them those are my favorite things ever man i just i love i have I have, first, I have Pierre Giorgio Frasati on my socks right now, but I have Ignatius on, uh, uh, Ignatius socks on uh, Where are you yesterday. Those? Um, sock religious. Oh, I've heard of them. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. So they're awesome. I got, I got them. Yeah, sock. It's like sacrilegious, but sock religious. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. So, super cool company. Really, really trendy. Um, but yeah, they. Um, they were like so cool for me. So like when you started promoting, oh, they have a Black Friday sale. I wonder what they're gonna do. Maybe there's like an all black, like, like I don't know. They're doing a blackout sort of like apparel line. And then then you went, then you went out. That you're like announced it, and I was like, oh, 
this is genius. Like, this is awesome. Wow. Like, and then I, you know, watching the documentary, I never, I didn't get to put like a thing on, um, a little reflection on it, but you know, seeing the documentary that you had shared and, you know, made sense, you know, we just, we always buy, buy, buy. And, and recently I've been doing into getting into more thrifting, um, for that kind of idea. Cause there's also waste that comes into, into play when, when always, consuming and buying and purchasing yeah we're just making more and more waste because people don't really give them back they just kind of either throw them away and stuff yeah and perfectly good clothes so um i just was in love with it and the energy like that you had in the video of announcing cool. it thank you it was great yeah like the, the light oh <laughs> so cool <laughs> I was like, no, that was cool. That was dope. I like shared it. I shared it with Sarah right away. I was like, yeah, look at this. They're going black. Dude, thank you. Man. Um, so it's it was. I think it was an awesome thing. And I um, something I wanted to talk about is like how how has it changed for you guys since? I mean, you. I still feel like your energy, the energy, like uh, your account is still as you know, prominent as ever, even though you're not promoting T-shirts anymore. Yeah. You know. Um, I think it still has this certain appeal that, I mean, it hasn't left my, my, what is it? The, uh, you know, circle of interest of accounts, you know, yeah, like yeah, sometimes yeah. some yeah. fade away, you have to like come back and remind Instagram that you still are interested in their That's account. Right. That's crazy. So it hasn't left. Um, and it's always my, one of my first things that show up whenever you guys post, uh, whenever you post something. So it's like, how do you, do you feel like it's changed for you? Yeah. I mean, something Koji also talked about was just like that that vanity aspect you know what I mean like um, yeah you kind of like fall in love with your project you know what I mean and then yeah. you lose sight about or you, you like lose sight of like why you started the project in the first place and it's like oh yeah I don't know like um, I wanted I guess for like the longest time like I don't know like so many people dream of having like a cool clothing line you know and I like never thought that I could have that but then somehow yeah like something happened it you happened know? i um, had i had a shirt company and that it flopped i still have 20 30 oh, shirts here that man. i need to get rid of you know <laughs> and it, i closed that i closed that and focus on the podcast more but yeah you know yeah it, it was it was a project but you know like you said it was a dream that a lot of people had yeah so yeah so i didn't mean to cut you off there no it's, it's okay but yeah like like you were saying like i didn't i didn't know that 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 could be a thing and then I, get, I think it was the Andy G shirts. I mean, like, no one had... Mm -hmm. uh, I was just thinking, like, well, let's just do it. Like, I love this phrase. And then, like, they mm -hmm. started to sell. And they didn't even start to sell a lot. You know what I mean? Like, I think, mm -hmm. like, we sold 10 T-shirts a month or 10 crews. Like, let's say 5 yeah. to 10. And, like, sometimes more than that. But, like, mm -hmm. that's not a ton. Like, honestly, the profit, yeah. like, I was profiting, like, $100 a month. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. that's like nothing, you know, like, compared yeah, to the work yeah. that I put into it, you know, like, um, so, but it was just a cool yeah, thing. So, um, letting, like, like, feeling like God was behind it, but then also, like, letting my desires, like, like, take over, it was a weird sure. thing to come to terms with, you know? It's like, yeah. this is you, you even got to... You even got to a point where, like, you had Catholic Instagram, like, influencers in a way, like, promoting, promoting your brand and stuff, yeah. too. So, like, it got to a huge, like, it was an up and up, you know? Yeah. Like, it became, like, the brand, the Catholic brand. Yeah. 
Yeah. So it was, it was a weird thing to come to terms with. I was like, it's one of those things where it's like, it starts off like God's behind it. And then mm-hmm. somehow it ends up like you shoved God out of the picture, <laughs> you know, or yes, pardon, true. I shoved God out of the picture. So mm-hmm. um, that was a weird thing to come to terms with. And then, sure. um, like I said, that, that like documentary, I'm like, okay, like I, I'm starting to realize that I, I've taken God out of the picture. And then on top of that, like, somehow I am contributing <laughs> to mm. to this sort of like justice issue and like the consumerism that exists and then I started to read about consumerism and um and like linking it to like our like the like I know there's there's something called consumers theology um and okay. it's just like linking it to the Eucharist and like the Eucharist is the only thing that we need to consume, you know, and it's like, so where am I at now? You know, it's like, do I need all of this stuff? (laughs) Does this stuff actually give me life? It's such a weird thing, you know, because like the typical story is like, like I was in a punk rock band drinking and doing drugs or doing this or having the party life. So I, I like, I turned to God. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, yeah. This project was all about God. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. This is a ministry. Um, so, but then, yeah. even within your ministry, right? You're fighting your vanity mm-hmm. and you're fighting yeah. your temptations and you're fighting your selfish selfishness. And if yeah. you're not aware of that, like, things can get really bad. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So, thank Absolutely. God. Thank God, like, some pieces fell into place where I could just, I feel like really free right now. You know, like, I don't know where the living person's going right now. Like, we have zero money. (laughs) Not that we had a a ton of money in the first place. (laughs) In the first place, yeah, yeah. Um, But we um, don't have a product, um, but but we're still, Mm -hmm. like, we're still shipping out free um, bracelets and cards. Um, Yeah. So so right now I'm just paying out of pocket for that until we figure out, like, what what to do. And maybe it'll end one day, but um, that's where we're at. But it's it's fun, like you said. It's like the energy, like the energy's even more so now. It's because like yeah. now I can just focus gen- on now. It's focused on the right thing. Yeah, I feel like it. Like focus yeah. on give like empowering people, inspiring people, reminding people of what they need to be reminded of, and then this new Q and A thing. I'm still trying to figure out if it's gonna stick, but I'm finding some life from it, and I'm finding some energy from it. Sure. So, um, yeah. I think it's awesome. I mean, you still have, I mean, not only do you have just the posting and the Q and A's, you also have this, uh, this remarkable talent with film. Um, this is something that you taught yourself. It's something you learned in college because it's your, whatever, everything that you produce is great. Um, like not just to like toot your horn, but like, I appreciate good video editing and video styles and unique styles. And I did TV production when I was in high school. So, uh, I kind of learned to have an eye for it. You know, I didn't originally have an eye for it. I just like a video is a video, video, video. But when your things are well framed and there's just nice movements and stuff, it's it's a beautiful thing. You yeah, know? Man. And, uh, and you do have that for you guys. Still. And um, not to say that's the only thing, but that's like a huge part that, you know, a lot of other companies don't have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I, I feel like I find I see so much of myself in Koji because <laughs> I was listen, just yeah. listening to his his interview, and I have the same story. Mm-hmm. Like I was I was yeah. a skateboarder kid filming with the tapes and the camcorder and mm-hmm. making videos, and actually like 
I, me and my cousin were doing some editing on a VCR, and I don't even remember how we oh, did it. Oh, really? But like we wow. we would, because you could take you could you could take a blank VC, VHS tape and then record what was on the TV. So we would record something, oh. stop it, and then record another clip, stop it. Oh, dude, it was like nuts. So that was That's just crazy. always in me. Um, not always, but like mm-hmm. as a kid, like I loved taking the camera and then like making funny Definitely. videos and things like that. Mm-hmm. So um, um, I bought a camera when I studied abroad in college and then people people started asking me for my photos because they didn't like their photos. So that was an affirmation. And then um, I bought a nice camera. Um, so I started to take, take photos with like my, my $400 Nikon DSLR camera back in mm-hmm. 2006. And then I got a job as a youth minister, um, and like the negotiation point was like, okay, like I think I'm, I think I'm, I'm in, because um, it was like a lower pay than I wanted. But then I said something yeah. like, but can you, like, can you buy me a camera? You know, can you buy me this mm-hmm. Canon Rebel with like a, mm-hmm. a nice lens and blah blah blah? And he said, sure, done. And then I was like, all wow. right. So I started making videos for the church, um, and th- those videos are like my first real videos that I started putting out. And then um, my friend was getting married, and um, she didn't have a wedding videographer for just for the morning session. So she was like, "They're gonna charge us six hundred bucks just for two hours in the morning." And I was like, wow. "Like, forget that. Like, I'll come out. Like, I'll make <laughs> you like you. a cool, like, uh, like a film. Like, just for the morning, it's gonna be awesome." Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. I posted that on Facebook, and then two brides emailed me. Um, right wow. away they said like hey like are you available like we have a wedding in a month blah 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 we can pay you 500 bucks I'm like 500 bucks like hell yeah let's go that's awesome you know what I mean so that was the beginning yeah. of like um, uh, a side side business in wedding mm-hmm. videography so um, yeah. for three years I did wedding videography um, uh, lots of Catholic weddings, and then mm-hmm. after that, um, I started to like think about how like I could make more income to help help out my family doing videos for small companies around the city. So that's where yeah. that's where I am, I'm at now. It's just making social media videos and running some Instagram accounts um, on the side of my campus ministry job. And then Living Person is just like the passion project. So, yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I didn't know that you still you. So you're still actively using all your skills in different aspects of just your ministry. So that's really <laughs> yeah. Cool. But I'm getting tired, bro. <laughs> I mean, I was gonna say that's probably my next thing. It was like you're probably drained. I mean, yeah. kid, family, type projects, passion project, and yeah. actual work. I think I did. I think I did um, like four videos this past year. So it's been dwindling wow. down. Um, gotcha. And I've been starting also to um, just edit, so I'll hire people out to shoot for me, um, people that are really right, good, cool. and then yeah. they'll send me the footage, and I'll just edit. Um, and it'll take me a while to get a job done, but um, yeah, you know that's, that you know that's that really dope, ministry, though. you know that ministry income's not the best. <laughs> so. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm trying to find what that side hustle looks like for myself because <laughs> I know I need one. Yeah. Um, Right now, and like I'll Uber once in a while and stuff like cool. that. But 
But you, you could know, do a lot. Like a, you should. We should talk after this. But like, I can. I can help you yeah. try to figure out how to do some stuff with video. Like, so many people need video. That'd be cool. And you got. I mean, yeah, talent. that'd be great. Yeah, you got the talent for it. So. Yeah. Thanks you. I mean, that's that means a lot. I mean, I don't have anything besides my iPhone and, you know, uh, <laughs> myself. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, like you could start actually. Like you could start just with your iPhone. Then you got a 4K yeah. camera probably in your pocket. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you know how yeah. to edit because you're editing these. So. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk more. We'll talk more about that. But that's really that's really cool. Um, so what then is, uh, to kind of follow up on that, what then is, you know, having the living person as your side project, do you have a goal? I know you're still trying to figure out what's next, but like for 2019, is there, is there, I mean, 2020, sorry, what year are we in? (laughs) (laughs) For 2020, is there like a goal that you you kind of like, you know, maybe not so very specific, but like an overall or something you want to accomplish with the ministry at all? Yeah, um, I'm in the midst of, like right now, um, I'm trying to figure out how to like restart the clothing line. And right now I'm going to try to, to open up just like a select, like, let's say, let's just say like I, I launched like 10 pieces, right. Um, and they would be upcycled, like shopped from the thrift store. Um, like quality, uh-huh. like like pretty quality pieces, and they would have AMBG sure. on them or like that living nice. person box logo on it. Yeah. Um, so different colored T-shirts. Um, yeah. Um, these are things that like would would you know just go into like landfills anyways. Um, so true. Wow, that's uh, awesome. So that's what I'm hoping to do. And uh, like I've got some cool jackets that like hopefully would have AMBG mm-hmm. on them. Um, so that's kind of like. <laughs> what I'm hoping for, like how that one, that one. I'm like, excited. Yeah, I'm like pumped for them. Um, yeah, and cool. I, I think like so that's pending. Yeah, that's pending. They're gonna be. I mean, just just like the nature of it makes them like so unique, right? So. Oh yeah. Um, but it keeps that like classic logo or that classic mm-hmm. font, which actually is just the Kanye West like Pablo font. The, you know, if you follow, Pablo, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's great. That's like that's awesome. <laughs> I didn't. Mean, I didn't put two and two together. You on did that it. One. I just went goth. It was just gothic, you know, gothic yeah, font, yeah, you know. Gothic. But it was tre- that was that's a trend, like super trendy design. That's true. Um, back yeah, in yeah. The day, so maybe like three years, I just remember, two years ago. I remember there's they were, they were like putting on it on everything. Yeah. I do remember that. Yeah, that's so funny. Wow, <laughs> that's great. So, um, last couple questions here, then, like. In your in your um, in your mission in the living person, I mean, you have just a pretty wide variety of people following you. But do you have a certain audience that you that you cater towards? Is I mean, I know you said that it's like the the borderline Catholics and stuff, but I'm thinking more like age groups, or is it just general age? And like, who do you hope to inspire in this in this all? Yeah, um, I take a lot of inspiration from Saint Paul. I think mm. Saint Paul was like the the greatest martyr of all time. Yeah, I mean, like, just like probably statistically, like the largest religion in the world right now for two thousand years is Christianity, yeah. and that's due to Paul, yeah. you know. Um, Good point. And obviously, it's due to Jesus, <laughs> but like Paul, oh, yeah. Paul was the one that like traveled, um, did three tours around the Mediterranean, and like brought mm-hmm. that message on foot, right? So, um, and he did this like really radical thing, right? Like he. Um, brought the message not only to the Jews but to the Gentiles and like I used to teach wow. this in yeah. in in high school like for the longest time I didn't understand what that meant 
but the mm. the equivalent to Jews and Gentiles is just simply like religious and non-religious, you know, because Gentile yeah. literally means non-Jew. Like, so all it yeah, means yeah. is like Paul was a master at preaching to the Jews and the non-Jews. Mm-hmm. Non-Jews. That's so, so great. I take so much inspiration from that when like today it just means that I am called to be a master of communication of the gospel for the religious and the non-religious, right? So, and then Paul has this amazing, like, um, like, um, I don't know what you want to call it, like this monologue or whatever. He says, I I am all things for all people. Like, to the rich I became rich, Mm. to the poor I became poor, to the whatever I became that whatever, all for the sake Mm -hmm. of people hearing the message and the love and the grace of Jesus, right? It's like, dang. Yeah. Come on. That's like, awesome. Want, that's so cool. I want yeah. to contribute to that. So that's, that is, um, like, what is my audience? I think, I think like through, I guess, marketing or evangelizing or communicating and targeting people who are non-religious, um, using that messaging that could also, that also resonates with the religious folk. I think that's, yeah. that's the goal. I mean, like, that's identif- awesome. like the language that I'm using right now is, Think of one thing you want to change. <laughs> Find a partner yeah. and change it. Like, you don't have to be religious for that. Yeah, it's true. Right? Um, yeah. But, like, it could also be a starting point for someone that's non-religious or someone that's mm-hmm. angry at the church to find some sort of hope again in Jesus, right? So that's yeah. what I want true. this project to be as a starting point, starting point um, two for the first time or a starting point back again to a life where God is at the center, right? So my audience, I guess, is um, um, religious and non-religious, but leaning towards non-religious. Yeah, Yeah. I I think that's what's so unique about the living person. Like, you're so like, It's not like that it's like slaps in your face, I'm Catholic. It's like, oh, yeah, by the way, I'm like, this is... We're, we're Catholic here, you know? Yeah. Um, but you don't have to be. You're welcome. You know, it's so inviting and it's so welcoming for those who are not um, Christian or even Catholic. Uh, I mean, not Catholic or just even Christian at all, you know? And it's I think it's a really beautiful thing because, um, and that's kind of why I thought of, you know, when I was creating my my title for the living, uh, living ardently, I wanted to make it something that wasn't going to uh, be like, oh, I have to be Catholic to like yeah. this show. It's well you know what done, I mean? It's well done. Thank you. Thank you very much. So it's it's something that, you know, I, I it took inspiration from my household at Ave. Um, we were called Arden's Virtues, and, and it's like just uh, a virtuous, uh, you know, living virtuous, uh, being virtuous um, and stuff like that. And I loved Ardently. I love the word Ardent. It was just such a unique, like, name. So taking that and applying it and so just something that i think is more instagrams um more accounts and ministries should consider not just being like oh catholics only <laughs> you know you know it being more inviting to the gentiles and the jews yeah like you said you know um so that's awesome i was really great that was a really good answer cool that thank you fantastic um do you have a message for anybody that's you know maybe on the borderline what are you what is your message to them oh, to those yeah, jews those gentiles um to someone that's non-religious, to anybody, to your audience, yeah. the non-religious. I guess yeah, I'll, speak we'll say I'll speak to that. I'll speak to that, and also like um, 
Um, I was speaking to a lot of people that are angry at the church. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, let's hear it. So, I guess I feel like I want them to know that they have a right to be angry. You know, especially mm-hmm. with like all the crazy things yeah. that are in the news, right? Like, how could you not? Yeah. Like, how could I so, not? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, how can yeah. that be put on me as like a person that's trying to be a faithful Catholic? So like. There's like just some natural emotions that will come, right? So I want yeah. them to know that they do have a right to be angry. Um, but to combine um, all the time um, the corruption of the church to God, um, I just yeah. want to challenge that. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Because, um, I don't know, every day that I get and every day that I get to wake up, again and start over it's like um i don't know man life is so hard and it's like the only thing yeah. some days that keeps me going is like like that little breath of of like that little whisper of like keep going like you can do this type of mm. thing and that comes like like i don't know where it comes from but like my faith mm. is telling me and like everything in my guts you know is telling me that yeah, like yeah. god is out there right yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And like some people might say it's the universe or this or that or nature that's like empowering them and inspiring yeah. them. But like, I'm here to tell you that that's God. You know what I mean? And that yeah. was St. Paul's message. It's like, it's like, there's only, that's just God, you know, like that's, that's like out there. So, um, and it's, it's nothing that has to do with like suffering and it's nothing that has to do with like, with evil it's all gentleness Mm -hmm. and it's all love and it's all kindness and it's all peace and it's all joy you know yeah um and like every day that i just let go and try to unite myself with that like my days become better you know what i mean so um that's what i want to say you know like i i think like I think if you hold on to that anger, like the one thing I know is that you're just going to be angry, <laughs> you know, and yeah, like true. angry, like anger will do nothing for you. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So if you can somehow find a way to let that go and try to find like um, just like a little piece of hope, you know what I mean? I feel like there's some mm-hmm. sort, um, there's some sort of thing that God wants to just speak into your heart, you know? And yeah. that if, if you can let it go for like one second, just like open your heart like a tiny bit, right? Just like a teeny yeah. weeny bit um, to let God speak to you um, and like mm-hmm. hear you and take away some of that like anger. You'll find that God is gentle and kind and loving and wants the best for you. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's really good. Hope you're listening to that. Hope you're listening to that. Yeah. Um, so uh, the last thing that we do on the podcast when we do these things for Instagram showcase is for you to shout out um, uh, an Instagram account that you want to promote or to kind of give a little shout out to to see if anybody would be interested in following them too. Um, man, I, I like this is so cliche, but like if you're not following Blessed Is She, I mean, they're just oh, yeah. tearing it up. <laughs> they're tearing they it are. up. So, I mean, I just, I like listen to their stuff. Um, and they're like actually the main account that I go to, right? They're the, yeah. they're the main Catholic. They're actually, they're like targeting women, but like they're the, yeah. like the main account that I go to. And then, no, they're awesome. um, 
I actually like since I'm on Instagram so much, like I try to stay off it a lot. You know what I mean? So yeah. I follow Blessed Is She, I follow Koji and Culture Project, I follow you and mm-hmm. some of the other influencers that I worked with, um, just because I created yeah. this natural relationship with them. But that's pretty much it. So I'll shout out the that's people awesome. that I've worked with a lot. So um, obviously you. So if you're listening to this, <laughs> you know my <laughs> boy Adrian. You guys know Thanks, Culture man. Project, Koji from the Culture Project. Uh, Mari from West Coast Catholic, um, blessed is she, I mean, like, um, they're doing amazing things and I'm sorry, I know I'm missing a lot of people, but, um, yeah. That's awesome. No, it's, 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 it's really cool. Cause I want, like I said, I'm not, I'm not the person to shame down, um, Instagram, but I'm one of those, like, if you're going to be on it, follow some things that are going to enrich your life and inspire, yeah. you know? Yeah. And the living person is always that one I tell my teens a lot. You know, the living person, the culture project, things that are helping them. They kind of like think contrary to what, you know, the other social media accounts, you know, are usually doing. What, what, what the rest of the social media is really trying to do is think less of themselves um, and think lustfully. And, you know, the living person makes you think more of yourself. And then, um, you know, the culture project tackles sexual integrity. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, so like, like we all are contributing in all these different ways, you know what I mean? So, oh yeah, and it's beautiful because like you have all their, these other, you know, these uh, Catholic Instagram influencers that are just like just sharing their personal testimony on there and can inspire other people in different ways too. And it's beautiful. So I love the community of Catholic Instagram. Yeah. It's really cool. So yeah. thanks, Jarrell. I really appreciate it. Um, it was really cool to have you. Yeah, and it was, it was the pleasure is all mine. We're finally glad to to have you on here and to share your story, the the story of the uh, the living person, and hopefully you get a little bit more insight on on uh, on this beautiful and awesome ministry um, that has started from just a running group. <laughs> yeah, you know. So yeah. whatever your ministry is, whatever you're doing for the kingdom, I'm sure it will uh, become a beautiful thing if you continue to work towards you know the right goals. Um, and learn from our stories um, that we share here so yeah man thanks I I really appreciate it it's really unique and I you know every time I do these things I learn more and more about the people that I you know I've worked with or I'm working with and it's really great cool dude thanks for having me yeah so if you want to follow the living person again it's the dot living person on Instagram you can also follow Jarrell at Jarrell Sinsun they'll all be into the the show description you can follow us on Instagram. Um, by us, I mean myself. Uh, <laughs> living person. Oh no, living person. <laughs> you don't understand how many times I do that because of the living part. <laughs> so you can follow me at the living, living ardently on Instagram, and my personal account. It's it's only Adrian on Instagram. Uh, you can uh, also follow my other podcast that I do. That's a more comedic, more banter type podcast with my friend Tanya. It's called Off the World Podcast. Uh, you can look it up on if you want to listen to it. It's all over the place too. Um, send us any emails if you have any uh, questions. If you wanna, next week will be a Q and A. So if you want to send any questions, uh, send through our Instagram account or through our Gmail, which is at the uh, the Living Person. Uh, li- uh, here I go again. <laughs> living Ardently Podcast at gmail.com. Oh no, it's Living Ardently Pod at gmail.com. All of that again is going to be in the description below. So if I misspoke about any of that, just check and make sure it's down there. <laughs> and uh, yeah, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, it'd be great if you just take a minute to leave a review and a rating. 
it helps the podcast um you know get just to uh get um you know seen more to other people that might accidentally stumble upon it and uh if you don't mind why don't you share this episode you can go on if you're listening on uh uh, Spotify, you can share the episode onto your Instagram stories or wherever the case may be. Uh, that would be really helpful too. So, if not, just go ahead and subscribe and follow so you know when we're uploading a podcast. It's usually every Monday, but sometimes we'll do a little bonus feature. So, we'll see that. Um, next week is a QA, and I think Jarrell and I are going to answer some QAs uh, for that episode, just one or two, uh, just for a little special guest for that first Q&A thing. So stay tuned for that. Jarrell, any last things you want to say? No, I'm really excited to be on. So thanks very much. Thanks, Jarrell. Um, Thank you all for listening. I hope this helps you in some way, shape, or form. And until next week, keep living ardently. Peace. Peace.